Good morning. Um, I wasn't planning to say this, but uh, I was thinking this week, I want to be honest with you, I, I was missing my family in Colombia. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and I was uh, thinking, okay, so what can I do to fill this gap, you know? Like, my family's not here, and I want to do something festive. And then my family got sick, and then, you know, there, there that went. Uh, yesterday was... It was with a. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was very interesting. That's that's the way I'm gonna put it. <laughs> Two sick kids and a wife, and uh, just um, there's certain places you should not eat before uh, New Year's Eve. That's all I'm gonna say. But <laughs> I was thinking, what if sometimes when we're missing things, and what what if sometimes when, and I, I was telling my wife, okay, what can I do to make it festive? And I, I she asked, what do you want to eat? And I said, I want steak steak. And then I, the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart, and he said, um, Hector, what if sometimes the physical hunger that you have, and the desire of being with your family, and not, not that, that all that is, is bad, and you know, it's, we like that stuff, we love steak, we love family, but what if all of that is actually something physically in your body telling you that something spiritually is needing me? It's calling for Jesus. Let me put it in other words. So sometimes I want steak, and I know I'm hungry, and I want steak, and I want it. But what if it's actually my spirit saying there's a hunger, there's a need for something spiritually? Am I saying something that makes sense? And sometimes in life, is is like that, you know, um, with this whole situation with with Jack and, and Mr. Scott. And what if all this situation is happens because there's an opportunity to give glory to God. Um, and we're thinking here, you know, I'm praying, Lord, I pray for a miracle. I do pray for a miracle. But if you're going to bring salvation to Scott and to his family through this situation, then um, let your will be done. Um, yeah. Anyways, a thought there, church. Happy New Year to you all, right? <laughs> um, not wanting to sound like the Grinch today, you know. But I know that our culture is to make kind of a, a big deal out of uh, the one more lap that we take around the sun, right? As a planet. And, and not that it's not important. As a matter of fact, I would say that it is very important that we have been given such grace that we get to celebrate another year of us experiencing God's goodness, kindness, and love to us, right? But some of us also have the tradition of uh, waiting for the beginning of the new year to make a decision to start doing what we're supposed to. I don't know if you can relate to that. I can. And we like to list these things as a new year resolution to convince ourselves in a way that this year for sure will be the definite year where we will accomplish everything that we didn't in the previous 365 days that just passed before us, right? And as I was thinking about, about this and meditating on how some of, our, some of us promised to give up certain things and, or start, start doing some others, I came to a question that challenged me and made my New Year's resolution list significantly smaller. It was all reduced to a simple but very important question. And that question was, how much of my life am I willing to give up for Jesus? <laughs> that was it. How much of my life, you know, all these desires, steak, 
family. Some other stuff. How much of my life am I willing to give up for God? And some of us here would be quick to say, well, Hector, that's a no-brainer, right? All my life, of course. I'm a Christian, and all my life belongs to God. Amen. And trust me, this was also my answer to this question at first. I was like, God, I'm your friend. You're my God, and I'm willing to give all my life to you and for you. You better know, God. But God, being an amazing and loving and patient and caring father that he is, and knowing my heart, he spoke to my life through his Holy Spirit and said, really, Hector? Is that for real? Do you really mean this? And I got to say that I had to stop for a second to shut my mouth and examine my heart to see if the words that were coming out of my mouth were actually true. And I had to ask myself, am I really giving all that I am to the Lord? Am I really doing that? You know, this really made me think and put a little bit into perspective what the new year means. So then I had to admit that maybe there are other things in my life that I need to fully surrender to God. I don't know if you can relate to that as well. And while doing this, the Holy Spirit kindly and lovingly took me to the Bible and reminded me of Jesus' words. This is John 15, verse 13 to 15. I wrote down here, NTE. I have no clue what that version is. I forgot. <laughs> But it says like this. It says, no one has a love greater than this to lay down your life for your friends. No one has a love greater than this to lay down your love for your friends. My dear friends, we all know this. We know this, right? We've read this verse maybe in the past. There's no greater love that we can ever experience than the love of Jesus Christ. And in this great and perfect love, we can surely rest. Because when you feel discouraged in your walk with the Lord, because there are areas in your life that maybe you have not fully surrendered to him, Remember, it is his great love that has given it all for you, for me. And I know that his commandment surely is for us to love him with all of our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our strength. We know that. But it is important for us to remember that the fulfillment of his commandment becomes evident in us only when we remember the following. It is only through God's love that we can learn to love others and love God. Let me, let me repeat that. It is only through God's love that we can learn to love others and love God because Jesus' words to his disciples were the following. He said, this is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. And you are my friends if you do what I tell you. I'm not calling you servants any longer. Another version that says, I'm not calling you slaves. Because slaves or servants do not know what their master is doing. But I've called you friends because I've let you know everything I've heard from my father. Hope Chapel, look around you. Look to the person that's next to you. You probably know him, of course. Look behind you. Maybe you don't. These, 
these people are your friends. Did you know that? Or at least we're called to be friends. And we're called to love them as Jesus did. And this is only, or this is the only way that we can begin to surrender our entire lives to him, even those areas that we seem kind of hard to surrender. Let me explain it to you. Let me put it in different words. As you start loving those around you with the love of Jesus, just as he said to his disciples, something happens in your relationship with God. The first thing that happens by nature is that you start listening to the voice of the Father. Jesus told his disciples, but I've called you friends because I've let you know everything that I have heard from the Father. So as you listen from, as you listen from the Father, then you will also start speaking the words of the Father. Does that, does that make sense? Even if there are areas in your life that still need to be given to the Lord or surrendered to the Lord or you need a little bit of work in them. Because the result of all of this is that your entire life will start to be filled with God's words. Remember what the Bible says? It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So your words to others and the words in your heart will be nothing less than the words of the Father. And these words can transform whatever that there is in your life that year to year has become the one thing that you still can't surrender to the Lord. And I'm not talking necessarily about the 20 pounds that you want to lose in 2023 or the trip to the Bahamas that you've been wanting to do for a while. How about resting in God's love and knowing that there's no love like his? How about loving others like Jesus has loved me? How about filling my heart with the Father's words and allowing my life to be transformed by them so my mouth, my words are also transformed? And those areas that we cannot give up <laughs> and those areas that maybe we're wondering, have I given all my life to the Lord? Are then fully surrendered to the Lord. So then we can say to the world, and to our friends, and to those around us, there is no greater love than the love of Jesus who laid his entire life for you and me so we could live and surrender everything to him and know him as a friend. Amen? As with this in mind, and as we remember this, let's take this opportunity to honor together as a church and Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. And I believe that is a, a blessing for us to begin this year not only worshiping him, but also taking the time to do communion. Not only as an instruction that was given by Jesus Christ to his followers, but also the way that we, the church, worship him and thank him for his death that gave us eternal life and forgiveness to our sins. Laying it everything as our friend. He is our friend we are his friends. I want to read really quickly before we, and I, I can, I'm going to ask the elders to come up front while I read this. Matthew 26 says, while they, the disciples, were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to, the, to his disciples saying, take 
and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he gave, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, for all of us, for the forgiveness of sins. I would like to invite you to stand up as we move on to communion. And I'm going to ask Ross to come up front in the worship team, please. And let's pray for a second before we, you and I, we come up front to participate in Holy Communion. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for laying your entire life for us on the cross. Thank you for making us your friends and letting us know that the Father's words will transform us so that may, we may surrender everything to you. Let this be our resolution for this year. Laying down our lives to you. Surrendering our lives to you. Surrendering our lives to your love knowing that there's no other love like yours. And as we do, Lord, let those areas in our lives that are hard to give be given completely to you. So then we can share to others that there is a friend that loves us, that gave our, gave our lives, gave, gave his life to, for us and, and surrendered his entire life to the point of dying on a cross to give us eternal life. As we come today before you and as we participate in Holy Communion, all of us together as a church, we remember your death, Lord. Jesus Christ, your body given in that cross. On that cross, your blood, your body to the point of dying, but then resurrecting. So today, we can call, be called friends of God. We pray this, Jesus, in your name, King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. I want to invite you to walk in front and uh, to each one of the tables and participate in, in communion as we praise God.